Hello and welcome. My name is Mark Blatstein, the physician founder of Physician Pre-Sentence Report Service. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to go over and review the process of making your placement request, as well as including pertinent reasons that support the request. And so the website, Physician Pre-Sentence Report Service, you can find it. You go under preparation, and then you'll see that there is a spot at the bottom called Federal Sentencing and when to make your placement request. When you come down here, it's a pretty informative short YouTube. Couple of trick questions. When's the best time to make the request? And we'll go through that, but essentially the answer is, your attorney has already argued for you with your judge, and it's based on the sentencing memorandum that they've turned in about 10 days ago or 10 days prior. You've also could be the, the last, um, I guess you would be the last speaker where you have had your allocution or you've had your conversation with the judge. And what prompted that? Well, I'd like to assume, which you can't do really, but that you have taken the time to create it, to create a well-crafted or well-written narrative. And that prompted the conversation. Last, again, trick question. It shouldn't be. If anyone guarantees you or promises you that they know what the judge is going to do or how the judge is going to rule or, <clears throat> what's going to happen 100% of the time when you go to prison, walk the other way. There's no guarantees what the Bureau of Prisons is going to do or what the judge is going to do. It's just not going to happen. So as I said, at the appropriate time, which is the last piece of business at sentencing, right before your sentence, your attorney can ask if the court would agree to a placement request if it has not been or if it hasn't been already placed, if you will, into your pre-sentence report. And the placement request can be needs to be based on a reason. And the reason could be medical or mental health, for medical or mental health reasons. It could be for first step back programming. For example, RDAP, which is a drug program that can entitle you up to a year off your sentence, up to. And it, it could be for alcohol, for illegal drugs, illegal drugs. It could be for gambling. Life Connections is a um, religious, but not a specific religion type of, it's a faith-based uh, program, or it could be for um, training in occupation and vocational traits. So let's dive into medical and mental health and how that breaks down. From a very superficial level, there's four care levels in the Federal Bureau of Prisons, and they are, and I suggest that you, when you go to the website, you look at how to learn CPR, it takes 30 seconds. And it can save your life and it can save someone else's life. In medical care, the care levels are one to four. Care level one is mostly the, you are the mostly healthy. You have very limited interactions with the, um, with the medical clinic, if you will. Care level four is at the other end. And these are the hospitals, the federal medical centers that provide 24-7, 365 nursing care. It is, can be those with advanced HIV disease, severe mental illness, where they're in um, inpatient care, congestive heart con congestive heart failure, and stage liver disease. <clears throat> Excuse me, that would be care level three. Care level four is where they're 24-7, 365 nursing. Quadriplegic, stroke, head injury, brain injuries, dialysis. Here's where they have 24-7, 365 nursing care. There are People who are, there are other inmate persons that are trained to be companions and they are, for, they help those who need help with assisted 
with assisted with daily living with kind of helping them bathe, get dressed, um, get around in a wheelchair if they're able, if they're not able to do so on their own. And for those that need that care all day long, then they're in care, a care level four. But don't try to just get into a care level four hospital setting because you think it would be okay because they house violent and nonviolent offenders. So it's not a great place to be all the time. Care level two is care level two is like every it's like the majority of the population here in the country. Um, it is similar to a large internal medicine practice. You are taking medications for whatever your medical or mental health condition is, and it keeps you stable. The medical centers, Butner uh, is the medical center for the main medical center for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. They have med surgery there, mental health care, sex offender programs, et cetera. It did have a large amount of number of fatalities subsequent to COVID. Federal Medical Center, Carswell, Texas, is just for women. Federal Medical Center, Devon, provides the dialysis, and they also have a residential sex offender program, along with inpatient men mental health care. They also, they additionally have the only dementia care unit in the nation. There's a Federal Medical Center, Fort Worth. Federal Medical Center in Kentucky is for lower security. Federal Medical Center at Rochester, Minnesota, works in tandem with the Mayo Clinic and provides all level of complex medical care and inpatient mental health care. And then there's the Federal Medical Center within the Springfield, Missouri system, which is a transfer station, has higher security inmates and dialysis, if you will. Going backward, oh, let's go over to mental health care. Mental health care has the same four level breakdown, if you will. The difference being, this is their uh, representing people with dementia. I co-authored chapters one and 13 with an attorney, Faye Spence. Again, the only dementia unit is at the Federal Medical Center in Devon. <clears throat> if you have a mental health care level of three and a physical medical care level of two, always the mental health care level takes precedence. And that's what's imp most important there. Now we're going to go back. So first step back programming. Again, we can go over here and take a look that the programming can be, and you can check on your own to review all the programs. In addition, before we get into programs, college education, if you, I don't care if you're a physicist, a doctor, lawyer, doesn't matter. If you do not show up at prison with a copy of your diplomas, they're going to think that they're going to automatically believe that you don't have your high school diploma. And so you'll be forced to take your GED. So come show up with all of your documentation. You can also get, there's a grant program through Second Chance Act called Grants, as well as Yale has an education and Yale University has an education initiative. But I digress. There's 13 that needs assessment and it ranges from anger, hostility, antisocial, cognitive, dyslexia, education, family finance, medical, and mental health. For example, in the mental health, expanding on what I said a little earlier, autistic or borderline personality disorders for each of those, there are only two locations for each nationwide. So that if this is a problem and it's one of it's for you or one of your clients or a loved one, you may want to address that before the pre-sentence interview. The BRAVE program is for a male going into a sentence of 60 months or more, 32 years old, and it just is meant to help them acclimate to this new environment. This should have a one in front of it. So it's 10, 11, 12, and 13, recreation, substance abuse, trauma, and work. Getting into the evidence-based recidivism reduction programs, EBRR, which I put here in blue, anger management, 
one that comes across most of the time or is most familiar, residential drug program. Again, it is available in Spanish. It's available in, it's also available in English. And you don't, you get, you can get up to a year off your sentence, depending on the length of your sentence. The, the, your, the ability, you have to prove that you've taken or that you were on either a legal or illegal drug or alcohol or gambling charge the year within the 12 months prior to your sentence. And if it was a sexual abuse type case there too, and that you were on some type of therapy. Uh, if we have looking for a life connection program is a faith re, uh, residential faith-based type program, non-religious specific. Here are productive activities. And there's a plethora of different activities here that also, if you fall into this dyslexia, which is a learning type disorder, there's many programs in here too. So you may want to look at these as your before you get to your pre-sentence interview. Next, we're going to go into the occupational and vocational trades training. I added this the other day. And here, these are prison specific. There's a limited availability. You need to have a high school diploma or GED. And it's another, you know, the include these as a reason to support your placement request at sentencing. And there's 158 of these plus. And, you know, canine programs, essentially your training service guide dogs. So when you're working with dogs that have unconditional love, I can't think of a better place, to, you know, to have a job than training service guide dogs. Um, but tonight, you know, it, it's up to you. Here are two more animal trainer, animal trainer. There's You can look into these. There's maybe half a dozen different types of dog training programs, but there's welding, automotive, electrical. Uh, CDL, you can get your truck driver's license, CDL license, Amazon and Cisco, which is a food service company. These are big trucks. That, you know, everybody's looking for a driver, commercial driver's license. Um, that There's a big demand for that right now. Animal assistance, yes. Dog trainer, again. There's just a lot here. Uh, fist hatchery worker. I'm not real familiar with what that is. Fourth lot, forklift, pretty basic. Green insulation technology, green energy. Could be, you know, an interesting place to wind up. You just have to go through the list and see what's here and then match it up against a placement request. And I will show you how they this all dovetails together. QuickBooks. I've been using QuickBooks, QuickBooks for my medical practice since 1985. I'll digress for a bit. I too was got a felony in 19, 2006. Um, I had, I was grateful to be able to, in 2010, to be able to get my medical license reinstated. That was when I decided to have a career change because I was unprepared for all of this, which is why I'm here speaking with you today. Because I just, it, it just wasn't right. I didn't, I wasn't, I was a mess. And so I wanted to be able to ease some of your transition so that all of you could transition at least if we can interact together so that you have a better result and can come through this process in a better more smooth manner especially if you have a medical condition that i can guide you through we'll go back so these can be the reasons for going ahead and making a placement request if the trust agrees it says yeah we can make a placement request request great your attorney should make a request for just one prison, not more than one. So this is going to, we're going to use here, Alderson. It's a female prison. It happens to begin with A, which is why I pick it, picked it. So here we go. It'll come up and this is what I provide. Information, general information about it. And I'll start with on 
on page two, of, and I have a prison packet for every prison within the Bureau of Prisons. These are going to be all of the occupational trade training programs, vocational and occupational trades that they offer here. It's a small uh, freestanding prison, federal prison camp for women. Then we have first of act programs. These are the specific programs. We check what works for this particular program for this prison. And then these are the ones that are available, these programs at every prison. The caveat to all of this is that with the shortage in staff at the Federal Bureau of Prisons, there may be a waiting list to get in to most or some of these programs. This is a care level two facility. Other resources that may be available here. And then I go into the different programs, first step back programs and what is available and where they're located. So you'll notice is Assert Yourself, Alderson. It's your foundation program for women, Alderson is here. And so everyone that has an Alderson, this one is locations. This is residential drug program. We'll pull it up. Alderson is here. So I have one of these packets like this for every prison. And as we go through this, you'll see that I have there's an inter, there's a little cover page from the Federal Bureau of Prisons for each of the programs. So you can see and look it over before your attorney gets to the sentencing phase where when he is making the placement requests or <clears throat> he can turn this in with the sentencing memorandum. And as we get down towards the, go through all of these programs, you can take more time on your own. Then these are the productive activities programs. Okay, now these are all of them. So it's not going to apply for all, or for these should be at all the, you'll, you'll see it says all female sites, all institutions. And we'll go back. Next, you want to suggest that you ask your lawyer to suggest a date. And you want to be somewhere within the 14th or 21st of the month. And that's because when you go to prison, you're just going to wear in clothes that you don't you'll don't you don't want to expect to ever get back again. And you'll need to get, you'll need to buy, you know, socks, toothpaste, sneakers, maybe a radio. This will hopefully slide you in so that you'll be able to buy something before the end of the month. And when the next month starts, you'll be able to buy again. Should the judge agree to all of this, you're doing great. Last is that your tour, your a judge could ask the court if the court could request that the Federal Bureau of Prisons notify the court in writing should they not be able to grant the placement request. Once you get to this point, you've done as much as you can do. The final decision for everything now resides with the Federal Bureau of Prisons. But you and your legal team have done the best. There's really not much more left you can do. This is because the Bureau of Prisons makes the final determination. It's based on bed availability, faith-based needs, faith-based needs, security designation, program needs, mental and medical health care needs, the recommendation of the judge. They try and do this 75% of the time. Other security concerns within the Federal Bureau of Prisons, placing the inmate on a facility, hopefully within 500 miles of your primary legal residence. If you have a restitution, you want to make sure that for the financial penalty, verify that the judge checks the box that reads no interest. As far as restitution payments, you need you'll, there's more that you need to know once you get to prison. But this pretty much covers everything regarding sentencing. I hope you have found this helpful. Uh, my phone number is, where's the phone number? It's towards the bottom of the page, right about there. And... If you choose to engage my services, I hope I would love to talk to you. Either way, I appreciate you taking the time to 
to out of your busy day to listen to this video. And I hope you have a great day and stay safe.